Should I just leave it like this so you don't see my face? Uh, I mean, that's fine. It's up to you. <laughs> I, was, I was kidding. <laughs> it's, it's totally up to you. We don't run that kind of a show here, Casey. But if you want to <laughs> start for earning me. extra money. <laughs> um. Oh, my God, Casey. Guess what? What, Morgan? This is Millennial Monologue. Cue theme music. I love it. I think I'm a little winded. Uh, you know, it's fine. I need That's to burn how you a know few it was calories. A good dance. <laughs> um, also, every time I touch my face, I'm like, oh my God, I touched my face. Right? Um, right. I every time I'm like, oh, don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. God damn it. Also, it makes you realize because I've been, we've been disinfecting things at work because my department is the most public facing, being front of house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've been really cognizant of like disinfect things and you don't realize how much you touch things until you're also trying to disinfect things. This is true. This is true. I like to think of it as like, you know, how we get called out for saying ope. And then once you realize how, how much you're saying it, you know, you just kind of like, or like when you're saying like a lot of times and you're saying to yourself, please stop saying like, God damn it, stop saying like, and you just can't I- stop. Yeah, and then you do it with doors, and you're saying, oh, I just touched that door. Uh, oh, shoot. I just touched that door that 20 other people touched. I just touched that can of soup that 20 other people probably picked up and put down. And then I touched my face. Face! It's fine. But yeah, you all know about the coronavirus. This isn't new. Nope. Which is why we're not going to talk about it, because we need something happy in our lives. Something yes. good. Something good to listen to while we're all sitting at home because we can't leave our houses because right. of the coronavirus. Lucky you I actually, us. I actually will be working from home for the majority of the days for a while at least. You <laughs> we've lucky canceled, deck. We've canceled all of our shows for this weekend. So next weekend's probably just bound to be canceled. But it's fine. It's whatever, it's fine, it's fine, it's whatever. I mean, yeah. At our work, we just installed a bunch of sanitizer stations, and yet we're still accepting guests to come in and tour the facility. I love it. And also, in case no one has heard, this is a virus, and hand sanitizer only kills bacteria. So the only way to get the virus off your hands is to wash them. And there are tons of memes of all the fun songs you can sing for 20 seconds. And one of them is the beginning of a little bit of Lexus from Schitt's Creek. So that's super fun and exciting. Oh, my God. I hadn't seen that one. I saw the one for um, Black Parade, which I know a lot of people in our generation will love. Yeah. Um, that's one that I use occasionally. But I always end up going back to the classic ABCs. That's just the easiest you don't, one. You don't sing Happy Birthday twice? No. I don't want to get older twice every day. <laughs> 20 times a day. It's a very merry unbirthday to me, to you. To me. Uh, that's fine. I'm getting older anyways. But yeah. It's a it's a it's a party outside, you could say, a party of viruses and bacteria and lots of different news reports. I saw a video that someone shared where Dr. Drew was shaming all of the 
press and media because they don't know how to report on medical news. And he was going off. He was like, three people died on the streets of Los Angeles this morning due to homelessness. Nobody cared about that. And I was like, you go, Dr. Drew. He's like, this is a mild viral infection. Wash Mm -hmm. your hands. Like, limit contact. You're fine. Yeah. Take care of yourselves. Yeah. One of the news anchors was like, but this has already killed more people than czars. And he was like, you have to talk about the contamination rate. Like, there have been many more people contaminated with the coronavirus than with czars. He's like, there's been over 17,000 confirmed documented cases. He's pro- He said there's probably over 100,000 actual cases. And he's like, and 300 people have died. Which also, 300 people have died. That's very sad. Yeah. For 300 groups of friends and family and all of that. It's it's a lot to take in. It's, mm-hmm. it's something that we shouldn't be panicking about. You know, we should obviously be aware of it. But it's there's no reason to, to start you know rating or anything there's this really funny thing I, I don't know if it's totally funny but i always turn the news on in the morning because i'm lame and i like to watch the weather on the news even though i, I can get it. It on my phone so i walked downstairs and i'd already turned the tv on so i came down in the middle of a story and they were talking about a raid happening and i was like oh my god there was a raid have we reached that point like seriously Turns out they were talking about a drug raid where they went in and oh. they, they raided cartel. <laughs> I was like, oh. The cartel is hoarding toilet paper. That's who has it all. That explains the high prices. Um, so no, but it's kind of funny to think that that was the first thing that got to my mind was like, you know, people raiding a grocery store or something. I just It just blew my mind um, that all this has happened so quickly. If we just kind of take a deep breath you know, keep our our distance, stop shaking hands. I never liked it in the first place, so I'm glad we all stopped. We'll be fine. Yes. And wash your hands. Also, hand sanitizer only kills 99.9% of the bacteria, so you still got that point. Or is it 99.99? Anyways, yeah. you have a small percentage. That's still there. Less than a percent, but it's mm-hmm. still there. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes you kill the good bacteria with hand sanitizer. Yes. So, forewarning. Anyways, Casey, let's get happy. Yes. So, Morgan and I are going to embarrass ourselves at the expense of your happiness, listeners. So, Mm -hmm. I hope you enjoy. If you you don't, I don't don't really know what else we can do. I mean, this is, I have a feeling this is going to be a very funny episode. I mean, if you don't rate us five stars after this episode, you should probably just... You're dead to me. Yeah, you should probably listen to fake news or something. I don't know. But yeah, so we decided it would be nice and lighthearted and take little brain power, but also calm everyone to share some of our embarrassing stories. Morgan, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? (sighs) Oh dear. I'll go first because it's fresh on my mind. Okay. Sort of, kind of. I think my mind's a little scrambled from it. So <laughs> I'll just start with the most recent one because I, I'm i not usually the type of person who can laugh about something so soon. That's really embarrassing. But this one makes me laugh because that's all I can do. So many of you know that I have joined a Gaelic football team. Uh, if you don't know what it is, please Google it because I don't feel like going into details about it right now. 
Um, She's also but, talked about it on previous episodes. So if you don't know what it is, you're not a dedicated listener. And I suggest that you change that. True, true. Actually, you know what? If you don't know what it is, you have to go back and listen to all the other episodes now. So you need to stop this and go back. That's Mandated law, no. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I went to practice on Tuesday, which was a terrible idea in hindsight because it is a contact sport. And I have a filming this weekend. So, but I have yet to like get a real injury from it yet. Um, <laughs> haven't played with the rough girls yet. Uh, so I thought I would be fine, right? No. See, Morgan is very exhausted. And Morgan has not taken a break from mental and or physical activity for the past maybe three weeks which has been super fun so (laughs) we were doing a drill where we would just kick across the field and the other person on the other side had to catch the ball which seems really easy because it's not coming at you at a super high speed it just might be coming at you from really high height so i reach my hands up to catch the ball five foot nine morgan reaches up with her long arms and the ball slips right through my fingers and smacks me in the face. And it's not one of those, like, you know, <laughs> kind of tap faces. It's like a smack. Like somebody, like skin on skin contact smack my face. Oh. It was, it was a good time. Um, and then I had to kick the ball back and then walk to the other side of the field with a very, very painful face and a possible broken nose. I don't have a mirror. I couldn't see what was going on. I kept checking for, like, blood, you know? <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh, my God. They probably thought I was picking my nose. But um, (laughs) so, yeah. Um, And the worst part was because it's, you know, 80 degrees in Texas right now. And I was outside running. My Irish complexion made my face so red that I couldn't tell how bad the damage was. Um, Luckily, I got out of it with just what looks like a little fingernail indentation on my nose. And some browning that has recently appeared. So hopefully it doesn't turn black by tomorrow. Um, So yeah, it was just the embarrassment of not catching a ball that literally went right into my hands and onto my face. And then walking across a field in front of my peers, thinking to myself, don't cry, Morgan. You're 26 years old. Don't cry, you son of a bitch. (laughs) That's... That's my most recent embarrassing story to date. And so when Morgan told me that story, it prompted a, a buried memory within my psyche of when I played high school soccer. And I was not very good before you ask, but we won't dwell on that. And I think this story may prove it. <laughs> but <laughs> I also thought of another embarrassing high school story that oh, I, can, no. I can tell after this. Um, so it was a home game so you know home sports games all your friends like your friends are there your family's probably there this happened right by the sidelines where friends and family were because of course it did Um, one of my own teammates (laughs) went to pass the ball to me and instead of like a nice calm smooth pass right on the ground she accidentally kind of chipped it up so the ball went pretty high and then it hit me square in the face and I remember being so stunned 
And I either, I don't remember which, but I either had the thought of don't fall or don't cry. And I think it might have been the don't cry because it hurt really, really badly. And if anybody here has gotten hit on the nose, you know that it immediately makes your eyes water. So I was trying to give myself a pep talk. And in a split second, I turned to follow the ball because, of course, it didn't land right by me. I turned to go follow the ball, and then I proceeded to fall right on my face. (laughs) All within this probably, like, five-second window. Oh, my God. So I really wish that someone had caught it on camera so I could have seen it because I think it probably looked hilarious. And I think it probably could have won me some money on America's Funniest Home Videos, which... Oh, for sure. Which, sadly, I don't think is a thing anymore, but... Now everybody has their phones, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, you know, I think they're actually talking about bringing that show back. I'm pretty sure I heard it the other day. Ooh. Um, because there was like the conflict of like, why would we need to bring America's Funniest Home Videos back if we have, you know, like TikTok or whatever, or YouTube, all the video streaming services. R.I.P. Uh, Vine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, R.I.P. Vine. But we also have, um, oh, what's that show called with Rob Deerdick? Um, oh, yes. That's um, on 24-7. Um, I'm spacing on what it's called, but I know exactly what you're talking about with that girl with the very, I'm going to be nice and say interesting laugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, what is that? I literally have watched marathons all day <laughs> on the weekends. I feel like it starts with an S. Uh, skunked. I don't know. Um, I was thinking splat, but I know that's not right. It'll it'll come to me. All I can think about is like the scorpion. Yes, uh, that thing. that's the only thing I'm thinking of too. Yeah, yeah. It'll come. Everybody, oh, ridiculousness. Probably- I got it. I did it. You are amazing. Five stars. Oh Five stars God. right now, just for Morgan and her brain. Morgan's brain is functioning, kind of, <laughs> sort of. Oh, here's an here's an add-on to my to my embarrassing story. I won't call it its own story, but after or the day after my tragic embarrassing accident, <laughs> I went to the grocery store and I went down the wrong way in a parking lane, um, which you know had obvious arrows of which way to go, and I pulled in anyways. And then I just pulled into a spot because I thought, you know, I meant to do this. Totally <laughs> meant to do this. So was it the regular perpendicular parking spaces or was it the ones on an angle? Because I've accidentally gone down the wrong way in a parking lot and it's the ones on an angle and I had to try really hard to make it work and it was very embarrassing. Oh, Casey, you know it was an angled parking lot. Of course it was. I uh, I mean, I'm lucky enough to have a really small car, so I only had to like back out, you know, like two additional times to get the right angle. But I was just like, everyone knows, Morgan. Everyone knows you made a mistake. Because, <laughs> like, I pulled in, and then I was like, oh, shit. And then I was going to back out, and I was like, that'd be more embarrassing. I'm just going to just gonna go. And then there was a car coming the other way, and I was like, oh, my God. Yep, yep. It was a good time. It was a good time. That's something that I definitely would have uh, enjoyed seeing. That was something I'd like to see in a loop, like Vine. Like, just <laughs> somebody pulling in the wrong way and trying to back out and then trying to go in again. And Yeah. Just- just trying real hard. As we all do. Just, we just, we're just tryhards out here. It's fine. <laughs> oh, so I guess my other... This kind of this kind of falls under being a tryhard, I guess. 
So I also did cheerleading in high school and I was a little bit like smaller and thinner in high school, weren't we all? Um, no. And I <laughs> was five foot nine at 10, but go on. <laughs> so I did cheerleading and my coach tried really hard to make me a flyer. I could go up relatively fine. I always freaked out when I would have to come down, which I've found is a consistent theme in my fear of heights as I've gotten older. It's happened on like scaffoldings. Like I'll go up and be fine. And then I'm up there and I'm like, when I try to come down, I'm like, oh, or like when I'm hiking, I'm like, I don't want to go down. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was, I was in a stunt. I was a flyer. And then my poor back spot. Um, I fell and I ended up sitting on his head (laughs) and then he kind of dropped me a little bit but he still had me and so I was just like sitting on his chest (laughs) and I was I was so embarrassed I was like because also he was really cute and I'm like Uh... I'm a failure I look ridiculous I no one will love me ever because Mm -hmm. you know that's that's how you think when you're 15 yeah or sometimes 25 um (laughs) This is true. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, that's one of my other embarrassing stories. So if you had to label it, would you say that this story would go into America's Funniest Home Videos, Vine, or TikTok? Ooh. I I feel like this is a Vine. This is a Vine moment. I feel like my first one is America's Funniest Home Videos, and I feel like this one is Vine. Yeah. I'd want to see that over and over again. (laughs) That would be pretty funny. Oh, and I should probably say, for those of you you millennials who don't know, because I feel like most millennials know about Vine, at least. Um, America's Funniest Home Videos, obviously we all know. And if you don't know, then you didn't have a childhood. Um, (laughs) But TikTok is basically Vine, just with more... I would say there's more, like, musical stuff and just, like, mocking TV shows and famous lines and stuff. Yeah, and lots of, like, the thing I don't understand... Because Morgan and I are not the people to talk about TikTok. Neither neither of us use it or really understand it. Uh, no. So we're going to proceed to explain it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> As do all millennials. Right. Right. We're going to millennial-splain. Um, hashtag millennial-splain. We're millsplain. Millsplain. That sounds like spleen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I actually see a lot of, like, young parents that I follow who have kids old enough to have TikToks on Mm -hmm. Facebook and they're like my kid is always doing these TikTok dances so apparently there's like TikTok dances that everybody now knows right right which I think like Vine was the first one to do that because um what's that dance uh all I can think of is the cell phone dance so there was that dance where like you had to get out of the car and you did like the (gasps) little oh oh I want to say the Kiki, but I don't think that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kiki, Kiki was in it. Um, th- that was the name in it. Uh. Also, can we just... I ate avocado today, so I'm, that's why I'm thinking of it. And we're talking about Vine. One of my favorite Vines, shout out Abby Gilster, is the one where the person... This is also why I love Vine. It was just random shit. Uh, the person pulls up in front of a Del Taco and the, the letter sign instead of saying fresh avocado somehow 
the E and the S H got really separated. So the person just goes, free Shavakadu. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, just to verify, it is the In My Feelings challenge. And it's also called the Kiki Dance. But the, the song is Drake, In My Feelings. And that was big on Vine. I think there were a lot of car accidents caused from it. Just because people hopping out they cause and doing the dance. I do miss Vine. Yeah. There's just lots of classic Vines. And a lot of my friendship with one Abby Gilster is based on Vines. <laughs> one of my... I won't say this is my hands-down favorite Vine because there are a lot that I really loved. But the one that cracks me up every single time is the one with the llama that's like bouncing up and down through the field. And it goes, y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. And he's like bouncing to the beat. And I don't know why it's so funny, but it makes me laugh every time. That one's a classic. And for those of you who don't really understand Vine, I'm sure you've seen the most adorable video on the internet of the otter with the cell phone in his mouth and they played it so it looks like he's playing Careless Whisper. Mm-hmm. That would be a Vine. It's cute. It was It was great. I don't. I still don't understand why it crashed, but it's it's been replaced basically by TikTok. So that's our summarization of technology yes. and kids today and their damn videos. Get off my lawn. <laughs> I was trying yeah. to think of something else super embarrassing that happened to me that I would be willing to share. Have you ever peed your pants in public? Because I have. Well, not mm-hmm. really public, public, but. No. Yeah. Casey and, um, it was in, I was in sixth grade and I was at a friend's party that was also going to be a sleepover party because those were all the rage in sixth oh, grade. Yeah. And I remember we were playing hide and seek and I was like, I can hold it. I can hold it. Cause I was like, I'm in Aries. I didn't want to lose hide and seek. Like, right. So I was like, I can hold it. But also if you have listened to any of these podcasts ever, or if you know me in real life, you know that I laugh at literally everything. And so I didn't lose hide and seek, but something made me laugh. And then I just peed. And then I tried to tell people I fell in a puddle, even though it was very obvious that I peed my pants. <laughs> I fell in a puddle. I did the splits right into a puddle. <laughs> right up the center. So, yeah. And, That's... like, it was... Yeah. That's great. I don't think I've ever told anyone that story. Now I've told, what, ten people? Now you've told the world, Casey. The world. <laughs> the world. Yes, yes. Do you want me to just keep going while you think? (laughs) I have about three stories where I've just fallen on my ass. And (laughs) in one, I think I broke my tailbone. Oh, my God. Do you want me to just go? Yeah, just go. Yeah, I'll think. Okay, I'll I'll go in chronological order. (laughs) Casey's got a life full of embarrassments. I just have puberty. (laughs) Um. So the first one was sophomore year of college i was at a house party and we'll just leave it at that and (laughs) um there were these stairs to the basement and my friends had gone down to the basement so i was gonna follow them and there was a bunch of trash and alcohol spilled on the steps and i slipped and i was wearing a skirt and i remember the 
I remember being toward the top of the stairs. And then I was at the bottom of the stairs. I'd fallen on my ass down these stairs wearing a skirt. I had just flashed the entire basement if anybody had been paying attention in the basement. And <laughs> and then my roommate was... I started crying immediately. This is the one where I think I broke my tailbone. And my roommate, Kara, was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was crying. And so they walked and... Um, then my roommate Kara, my roommates Kara and Kendall, God bless them, they were like, we have to make sure you're not bleeding. And so like they had to check. And I remember looking at her and going, you're lucky I'm a cooperative drunk. And so that was the first one. Second, chronologically, I was on vacation in Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains. And we were taking a hike and I was in my Chacos. And it had rained, and so the rock was a little bit slippery. And it's this really easy trail that, like, babies were walking on. And we're, we just, like, we had seen the waterfalls, and we're like, oh, we're done seeing the waterfalls. And then so we walk back. <laughs> we're walking down the hill, and my foot just, like, slips out from under me. I fall on my ass <laughs> in front of all these people. That one I just started laughing because I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> And then the third one was about a little over a year and a half ago. I was walking down these wooden stairs and I was wearing socks. And I had walked down these probably like a couple dozen times at this point. And I was wearing socks and then all of a sudden (laughs) my feet just slip out from under me and I fall down the stairs again on my ass. And then I got a giant bruise on my hip and so I was going to a chiropractor at this point and every time I went she would be like oh any new injuries between yada 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 so I had to be like I I fell down the stairs and I had and it was a nasty bruise like I normally don't show bruises very easily with my skin tone unless they're like really really bad and this one was like all green and yellow and purple and blue it looked really cool (laughs) And it was ginormous. It was like the size of my palm. And so I had to be like, I was like, just so you're not alarmed, I have a giant bruise. I fell down the stairs and she was like, oh my goodness. And then she saw the bruise. She was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) There was also another time I didn't fall on my ass this time, but I fell. Um, Senior year of college, there was a house party across the street from our house. Morgan, I don't, I think you were probably too busy (laughs) or like maybe sleeping because you needed it or maybe editing something oh yeah I was most likely sitting in my bed watching like uh what's that called uh 48 hours yeah probably oh or 60 minutes I know we like 60 minutes 60 minutes yeah no that's not it dateline dateline is the one we like Ah, they kind of feel like the same but yeah well I guess 60 (laughs) minutes is occasionally happy stories so yeah dateline (laughs) but (laughs) so it was a college party again. I'll leave it at that. And No, wait. I was of age this time. I was drunk. I was <laughs> drunk. And so I ran across. It was January in Indiana. So for those of you who aren't familiar, it was very cold and icy. Just and... a bit nibbly. <laughs> a tiddly bit. Um, 
So I was really excited to go back to this party because Abby and I were there and we had forgotten something at our house. So we went across the street and then we came back and I was really excited. So I ran and (laughs) then I got to these people's front porch and my feet again came out from under me and I fell right on my knees and my hands caught me. But I was so drunk, I popped right back up and everybody who saw it was like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, they're like, you can't be okay. And I was like, I'm fine. And then I like ran inside. (laughs) So I apparently fall a lot is what I'm saying. Casey is a wee bit clumsy. Uh... All the the people in rom-coms are. It makes you endearing, (laughs) right? Yeah, I think they occasionally pee their pants too. You're right, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) You are living a rom-com. Thank you for that validation. I knew it was all for something. Good, 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 good. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell, I'll tell some of my stories. I feel like maybe I don't have as many embarrassing stories just because, um, I mean, I've definitely been embarrassed all throughout my life. But like, when it comes to like falls or whatever, I try, I, I own up to it, and you know, and just that, that's me. That's who I am. I'm just clumsy. Um. No, I can't catch a ball. That's apparent. That's really apparent. I can dodge a wrench and I can dodge a ball, but I cannot catch. That's why I quit basketball. Um, anyways, so I remember uh, in my small town, we had like two main, quote, event places to go to like throw your birthday party. So we had okay. a roller skating rink and a bowling alley. That was it. We just had and Walmart, I guess, if you really wanted to party it up at Walmart. Damn, my small town didn't have any of those things. We had to drive 20 minutes to get to those. Oh, oh well, I mean, I had to drive 20 minutes, but I didn't live in town, so, you know. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, t- it was the town of Frankfurt, quote-unquote, that was my address. Um, now you all know where I live. Oh, I'm sorry, Mom. Ah. Um, anyways, so... We used to, uh, when we were smaller, we would do roller skating a lot because um, that was cool for some reason. Um, and our roller skating rink had, you know, like the flashing lights and the disco ball and it's super cool. And you had the glow in the dark necklaces, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I wasn't like a terrible skater. I wouldn't say that I was amazing. But um, this party that I went to, I want to say maybe I was eight, seven or eight, probably. Okay. Uh, put on my skates tall lanky ass morgan out there in the middle of the floor and i did the one thing you're not supposed to do and i looked at the lights <gasps> and i was in the middle and i looked at the lights and i fell flat on my face oh no Buck teeth hit the hard floor and i was like how so i carefully got myself up walked off of the, <laughs> the skate floor and just sat there for a while. <laughs> Don't worry, my teeth didn't fall out or anything. Uh, for some reason, they're well-rooted in my mouth. Um, but uh, it was it was an experience I can't believe I forgot about because it was like teeth hit first. My teeth are having sympathy pains for your teeth. Right? Every time I tell it, I, th- I think about that pain because it, it hurt. It hurt so bad. And I don't remember if I if they were baby teeth or not i just remember like full face hitting just getting stuck in the light they were so mesmerizing i forgot where i was i'm like just a, a wee child <laughs> it was all i could think about is bug's life where he's like don't go towards the light i can't help it 
It's so beautiful. Ah! That was me. <laughs> Without the scream. It was more just like a splat. <laughs> um, but that reminds me of another thing that I used to do that I'm embarrassed about now because I know how gross it is. Because um, I rode a school bus like, you know, most public school kids who lived 20 minutes away from their school. <laughs> so um, when I was wee little, like kindergarten, maybe first grade, I don't remember how long I did this. Um, I was the first one on the bus in the morning, so I had a nice long hour ride to school. It was great, good fun. And as a kindergartner, you know, I don't have a phone. I don't have an iPad. I didn't even have a CD player. My sister was the one with the Walkman, so, you know, I didn't have anything to keep me busy. Uh so I would sit in my seat and I would like put my face up against the the um, seat in front of me. And so, this is so disgusting. Like Sometimes, the side of your face or like the front of your face? The front of my face, like <laughs> nose on top of the edge of the seat. And it's also probably because I was tall, you know, because most kids probably couldn't see over it. And here I am like, <laughs> I'm an eighth grader in kindergarten. Um, <laughs> five nine at age five. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I would put uh, I would put my front teeth on the edge of the seat in front of me just like you know like like you have an overbite like that's what I would do to the seat in front of me and my bus driver would call me squirrel oh no and I never figured out why until you know like later on in life where I realized it's because I put my teeth as a smart child on a disgusting, unsanitary seat in front of me, and I would just sit them there, just overbite on the on the bus seat. That's I wonder what was so entertaining to you about that. I don't know. But, but I remember it was just, you know, just keeping me busy. But also like you're not the only kid to do stuff like that. That's why kids get hand foot mouth disease this is true which is why i'm surprised i was not a sickly child <laughs> i definitely <laughs> Maybe you were building up your immune system because future <sighs> some at some point we create time travel and your future self went back and was like five-year-old morgan you need to do this to build up your immune system so you don't get the coronavirus bringing mm -hmm. it back full circle mm-hmm I mean, that's true. I uh, I was definitely a kid who made sand pies and occasionally, you know, tasted them just to see what it tasted like. Um, mud <laughs> pies, too. Um, also, growing up on a farm, I never wore shoes. I was out in the uh, horse pen where there is poop, people. I was out there barefoot. I just ran around barefoot everywhere. You know, I didn't I typically didn't step in poop unless I had shoes on. So maybe that's where I was like, I'm just going to take them off. Maybe um, you were more careful because you were barefoot and then you were when you were wearing shoes, you're like, I'm wearing shoes. Nothing can stop me. Not really. No, I think I think I was more careful in shoes is the sad thing. Uh, barefoot. I just ran, just ran everywhere and I would hop the fence and I would go out, you know, and I mean, there weren't any snakes or anything in Indiana. So, I mean, there were, but not really. But like garter snakes that yeah, can't yeah. hurt you. So, wasn't concerned about any of that. Just ran barefoot everywhere. Um yeah, so I think I I think I was a uh, healthy building my 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 own my own immune system child definitely. Yes. Yes. I'm sure my mom is proud. <laughs> that was also a vine. Like just a kid. <laughs> I'm sure if 
there were cell phones around when I was a child, somebody definitely would have caught that on camera and I would have been famous. I could have been the next damn Daniel. But, um... Damn Daniel? Yes. But, you know, buck teeth on a seat, that's... You also could have been a meme. Oh, God, that would have ruined my life. <laughs> you know, even even for someone like me who was in band and everything, I don't think there could have been any other embarrassing photo than my teeth on a bus seat. That um, Even in the marching band uniforms, which are not pretty. It's just not. Yeah. That would have been good, though. Damn. I could have made a lot of money off of that, though. Maybe. Maybe. Could have come out. I mean, I pretty much had the same face since I was a kindergartner, so people would immediately know it was me. <laughs> immediately. He'd be like, hey, Morgan. Did, did you... Did you do this gross thing? Yes, I did. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to say, I was. Uh, I had another one, which didn't involve pain, surprisingly. Um, actually, a little bit, a little bit of pain. So um, I was in, uh, I was in a, my first play as a wee child was Ruby Bridges, which if you don't know the story is about um, one of the first black girls to go into a public school. Um and I was a teacher. Don't worry, we didn't do blackface. Uh, and it was a children's play. So that's why I was a teacher. And again, I was like five foot something. And all the other kids were like four. So <laughs> I had to play an adult. Um, anyways, we had this part at the very beginning of the play where um, a couple people stood out and we gave just like little snippets of the actual history of what was going on and all that fun stuff. And I was one of the last people to speak. And I'm standing on the edge of the stage and I'm kind of, I wouldn't say I'm sick, but I was having sinus issues. <laughs> I was having sinus issues. Um, so I had a cough. I had some sort of, some sort of respiratory thing going on, not the Corona. Uh, and so Patient zero, I, 10 years ago, right? more than 10 years ago. Jesus Christ. I am the biological weapon. Um, <laughs> so I'm standing on the front of the stage and it's, it's like my first play out in public, like not just at school. So I don't want to, you know, totally fuck it up. That was, that was what was going through my mind. I was like, don't fuck it up, Morgan. Don't fuck it up. So I'm holding in this cough and I'm just standing there. We're listening to all of these sad things. And I start crying because obviously my body is like, what are you doing? I need to release this. Because also I don't want to cough because there's people in the front row and I'm right there, right in front of them. And I'm like, I'm not going to spill cough germs on, on them. them. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So standing there the whole time, starting to cry, my face is turning red, I'm just holding in this cough, and then it's my turn to speak. And obviously I cough, because as soon as I open my mouth, it's just waiting. It was just waiting for that moment. So I cough, get it over with, whatever. Um, really embarrassed by it. After the play, people come up to me, and they were like, it is so great that you were just so moved by <laughs> what was being said at the beginning. Because I was crying, so everyone thought that, like, I really felt <laughs> all of the pain <laughs> and heartache. And I was just like, thank you. I am a real actor. <laughs> this was Morgan's gateway into method acting. <laughs> e, true Hollywood stories. Yep. But then I felt a little bad because, like, everyone thought that I was really emotional. And um, I wasn't. I really wasn't. <laughs> I was just a kid who didn't understand, you know, racial inequality at that time in my life. But, um, you know, it's fine. <laughs> I still took the credit for it. 
So that reminds me, I have two stories that involve coughing while performing. Oh, no. That I was so mad at myself for. And I think probably any performer who does... This was during, like, like a singing competition when I was in high school. And um, a grad school <laughs> audition for an acting program. So... Nice. Both very high stakes events at mm-hmm. the time. Um, but yeah, I've I've never been formally trained for singing, and I think it probably shows. Um, but so I had this competition in high school. The I forget what it's called. It's like the IH. I want to say it's like the IHSAA, but I think that was the athletic one. Yes, that's athletics. I. I-H-M-S-A, whatever, it's not important. Um, But so I was singing a solo. It was my first solo I'd ever done. And one, I started too low. And then two, like after I was a little bit in, I started coughing. And I was just like, I was so mad at myself. I was so mad at myself. But also the silver lining, there was a kid who was sitting in the front row who was probably like eight or ten. And I was in high school and he came up to me afterwards. He was like, you did such a good job. I really loved it. And I was like, in my head, I was mad. I was like, he's lying. I coughed. But (laughs) so that really made me mad. And then what made me even more mad was when I got my score sheet, I was half a point away from getting gold and I got silver. Oh, no. But in reality, it's just because I started too low. Right, right. But and then my second coughing thing was I was auditioning for a very like I was auditioning for a grad school program for acting that they only do auditions every two years and they take like eight people from around the country mm-hmm. like every two years. So and one of the things you had to do is you had to sing 16 bars and I was already nervous about that. And um, I did my monologues and then I did my song and it was a very dry room. I'm going to blame all of the circumstances. <laughs> it was a very dry room. I was supposed to be auditioning for two people and there was only one person. So that threw me off and he like wasn't paying attention to anything I was doing, mm. which anybody who's auditioned for anything ever knows like that's horrible. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a horrible flag. feeling. And So I started singing and I coughed and then I was like, fuck, I lost this. And then um, I wasn't, I was almost done with my 16 bars and I'd made other music people make sure I was singing 16 bars. Mm -hmm. And then I was almost done. And he was like, he was like, that's fine. Or no, this is what it was. I coughed when I was almost done. And then I started up again. He's like, oh no, you're fine. And we also only asked for 16 bars anyway. Rude. He was an asshole. Um, I would be like, yeah. well, fuck you. I only asked for someone to pay attention to my uh, audition. So, right? bye. Um, so, yeah, I was very, very upset. And I cried on the inside after that one. That one was hard. Um, Understandable. Yeah. But on a more lighthearted note, a weird thing I did is... A weird thing I did as a child to make you feel a little bit better. Oh, no. 
my mom tells people this story, but I very rarely tell people this story, so you all are in for a treat. Uh, oh, God, I don't want to say this. This is so embarrassing. Casey, I put my teeth on a bus seat where hundreds of children come and put their grimy hands on it. I think you're okay. Okay, so a little bit of a backstory. Like, two parts. So, part one, in the house I grew up in, we have, like, there was store, there was stores down to the basement, Jesus Christ. There was stairs down to the basement, and we had a door, and we had cats who lived in the basement. This is, like, a weird backstory. Don't get hooked on it. But, so, we had a cat door in the basement door. And it was a really big thing. Oh, also, second, second part of the backstory. I was not the only person in my family to do something similar to what I'm about to tell you. A lot, there was like a number of kids on my dad's side of the family who also did something similar. So I think it's genetic. I'm going to blame that. So (laughs) it was always a big treat and like we did it frequently. My mom would take my sister and me to McDonald's and we would get like the big breakfast or whatever and you get the you get the pancakes, you get the biscuit, da da da, and they give you lots of butter, those little butter packets. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was a kid, I would just eat butter. <laughs> and my other cousins on my dad's side of the family did this too. I don't know why. None of us know why, but we just ate butter. And so when. <laughs> I don't know, like, where my parents were when this was happening, but I would, like, sneak the leftover butter, and I would eat it, and then in my little child brain, I thought, if I throw, I can't throw this in the garbage can because they'll see it. My parents will see it. And so, (laughs) in my little brain, I decided it was the best option to sit in front of my basement door, do this, and then throw the butter packs into the basement via the cat door (laughs) and so my mom went down to the basement one day and talked to my dad and she was like why on earth are these down here like what is happening and then apparently like one time they caught me or something oh no but yeah it was just like this this pile of empty butter containers in the basement (laughs) That's fine, Casey. We all have weird food things that we become <laughs> obsessed with. You talking about that made me think of uh, my obsession with cream cheese, which got like so bad that every time we went to a hotel or that my parents went to a hotel, I had them get me just like a package of cream cheese and I just ate it. And they usually had like the squeezy ones, you know, and I would just eat straight cream cheese. And my mom encouraged this behavior. I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm still obsessed with cream cheese. Um, I feel like that's a little bit nor- more normal than just eating butter. I wasn't done yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, besides my weird cream cheese habit, I was also obsessed with chocolate as a child, <laughs> which I feel like we all were at some point in time. Um, I was... <laughs> I was so bad (laughs) that I would take just like bags of chocolate chips 
just you know the semi-sweet chocolate chips that you use to bake the cookies and i would i would take the chocolate chip bags and i would eat them at night and i would put them under my pillow or under my bed or just like under my bed sheets i guess if i was that lazy um yeah i was a i was a chocolate hoarder um <laughs> think hello my name is morgan and i've been hoarding chocolate for uh, 26 years now um, <laughs> I have been there in my adult years, so don't feel bad. I didn't hide it under my bed sheets because I did it when I was like, when I was living on my own. I was oh, like, yeah, like if I was lazy and didn't want to go to the store for chocolate, I'd be like, there are chocolate chips. I'm gonna eat these. I mean, that's fine, but I feel bad for my mom, like finding you know melted bags of chocolate chips because. When you put chocolate under something that, you know, you sleep on top of and your body produces heat, <laughs> they just melt. Science. <laughs> so I didn't pee my pants, but I did, you know, I had some, some stains. Um... <laughs> That's fair. I don't know if I ever did that at a sleepover, but um, it's very possible. It's very <laughs> likely that I, like, probably took a bag of chocolate chips and slept with them under my pillow. I mean, that would be a pretty fun sleepover. It would. That would also explain my hypersensitivity to caffeine and chocolate. Oh, good times. What are some other embarrassing stories that I have? I could tell you about the time I slept on top of the toilet. Sure. <laughs> That's the story I slept. I was, I was a wee child. Um, small enough to literally fit on top of the toilet seat, like curled <laughs> up in a ball, like not hanging off, just you know, curled up around the toilet seat. Um, uh, as my mom tells it, because I don't really remember it, I was sick. So you know, when you're sick, what do you do? You throw up in the toilet. So mm -hmm. Morgan just slept on top of the toilet, so not to make a mess, because Aww. small Morgan was smart. Adult Morgan. <laughs> throws up in a sink at a college party. That's <laughs> how we roll here. We've all been there. It's not your fault. You can't sleep on top of the toilet anymore. You have to sleep oh, on I can. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, I've definitely tried to. People have found me. I mean, I can't obviously fit fit, but um, I wouldn't Seriously. catch, I wouldn't let people catch me like squatting. That'd be weird. But uh. Yeah, I've definitely fallen asleep with my face in the toilet. I probably almost waterboarded myself a couple of times. It's fine. Do you have, I'm asking because I just had something come to mind for me. Do you have any embarrassing stories involving um, like romantic things or like, do you want me to tell mine first yes. for context? Yeah. Okay. So my first boyfriend in high school, he was... I like him tall. He was like, he was like 6'2", I think. Okay. And I was, I was full grown. <laughs> and so I'm like 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, at this point. And he's like 6'2". And, um, and I had not had my first kiss yet at age 15. And um, I remember I was, we had been dating for a little bit. I was going to try to be like really cool and really cute and flirty. And so I being an Aries, I was like, I'm going to initiate this. 
<laughs> and also take a shot every time Morgan or I says our zodiac sign. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I'm going to initiate this. But obviously, he's so much taller than me. Oh, no. Like, I, so I was trying to be really cute. And I was like, hey, I have a secret. And so, like, I'm walking him to his bus and I'm going to, like, walk home. And um, so he leans down. And I was like, I'm going to be really cute. So I kissed him on the cheek. And then he he was like, oh, yeah. And then I laughed and I turned my head. He was going to kiss me. I laughed and I turned my head and he kissed my cheek. <laughs> and then this is something I've only told a few people, but I guess we're just going balls to the walls. Um, also, maybe I should tell my mom not to listen to this one. It's, it's innocent, but like I feel weird. Uh, so we were hanging out after school. He was on the baseball team because I have a type. And <laughs> he was on the baseball team. And I was on the track team at this time. And it was like that, that weird time before, like after school, before your practice. Mm-hmm. And so we were hanging out in front of the school. And we were kissing. And he had been my first kiss. And so I had never made out with anybody yet. Oh, no. And he slipped tongue and I freaked out and I just like kind of froze and I stopped and I leaned back and I was like, I have to go. And I just walked inside. I was really hoping you were going to end that with, I fell in a puddle and then you ran away. (laughs) But no, I like, I'm having like secondhand embarrassment for myself after that story and I could feel the fear <laughs> that I felt oh, that yeah. day a little over 10 years ago. <laughs> it was probably like right around 10 years ago at this point. Because right now we would be starting track and baseball season. Wow. God. We're old. Very old. Extremely old. Um, I've definitely I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna save the majority of my um embarrassing slash immature Morgan boyfriend stories uh, for another time. Because I don't think I had anything like that okay. uh, specifically with relationships. But I did have, um, I had a, a, a moved, I moved my face at the wrong moment time. Um, uh, oh, wait, you know what? Here's here's one before I get into that one, because it's a good ending one. It's, it's okay. a good so I'm going to start with this one. Uh, I had my first stage kiss in a high school play, okay? Um, small school, everybody knows everybody. So, you know, when you're dating somebody, everybody knows, right? Right. Um, so I had a boyfriend who was not in the play, but so obviously I wasn't. he wasn't my kiss. Um, but I was also kissing one of my <laughs> closest friends who's also gay. So um, it happened to just not mean anything, you know, because right. it's not like we were trained to do it. So we always do our performances in front of the school, the entire school. So the one day where we performed uh, in front of my boyfriend and all of his friends and we did our kiss, the entire audience went, <gasps> ooh, and we're just like, oh, my God, they're so immature. <laughs> it was just We really are artists. Awkward. Excuse yeah. me. Exactly, exactly. We were just like, oh, God, people are so annoying. But it was just really weird to, like, be on stage and, you know, with as much 
quote unquote experiences I had, like try to stay in the moment while at the same time I was like, oh my God, I hope that he's like not burning red right now. I hope that I'm not burning red right now. Like this is just really weird moment. Um, so there's that. And then also fun fact, I had my first kiss. I think it was at 15 as well. Um, backstage, uh, in front of all my friends. That was a good time. Uh, with braces. Okay. Both of us had braces. Um, but kind of to just a little comment on your story. I believe it or not, have never had a stage kiss. It's weird at first. (laughs) And then you're just like, eh, we're just passing the coronavirus back and forth. It's fine. <laughs> um, that's definitely something we should talk about. Stage kissing. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, there was that. And then there was, <laughs> there was this, this kiss that I had unintentionally. Um, I went to Chicago with uh, my best friend, Michaela, and her family. And we went to the Shedd Aquarium because, you know, that's what you do in Chicago when you go. And you kissed a seal? I wish. <laughs> or oh, a sea turtle. That would have been great. <laughs> um, but we had, <laughs> we got in this photo booth, okay? Because, you know, that's what you do when you're teens and you're out on vacation. So we're in this photo booth taking pictures and we're trying to figure out what pose to do. Okay. And so we always do, you know, like the kiss on your cheek pose oh, no. first. <laughs> So we miscommunicated and went to kiss each other on the cheek and ended up <laughs> just kissing each other. And uh, of course, there was that awkward moment of, okay, okay, it's fine. I mean, we were cool because, you know, it was just us in the booth, right? <laughs> Wrong. On the outside of the booth, what we were unaware of is that it's one of those booths with video. Oh, no. So it's showing her family. <laughs> what we were doing <laughs> and they witnessed the whole thing <laughs> did it look like an accident or did it look like that's what you both intended i mean it looked like an accident but you okay. could, it was like that split moment of like you both turn at the same time and then after it happened you know we looked forward and the photo snapped and i think we have one of those like awkward photos where we're just like smiling kind of <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. That's hilarious. <laughs> we joke about it all the time, but uh, it was just, I just, I, uh, photo booths I'm very weary of nowadays, you know, um, especially ones with live cameras inside where the entire public can see yeah. what's happening. So Maybe they do that to discourage ne'er-do-wells. Uh, well, you know, we hadn't gotten our tops off yet, but that was the next step, I guess. Um <laughs> natural progression of things oh, yeah of course of course accidental kissing let's just take it all off it's fine right uh so yeah that's my that's my embarrassing kissing story i guess <laughs> oh man it's a now, good time have you seen the video of someone like breaking down so they're like okay the technical i'll have to send it to you but he's like okay so the scientific name for the coronavirus is the covid19 Mm-hmm. And then, so he's like, if you put it backwards and then you assign, like, D is the fourth n- letter of the alphabet. And da 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 And then, so somehow he gets it, he, like, manipulates it to be like, okay, so these letters all equal 23. And then 19 plus da 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 And he's like, 
we have a 2319 and then they flash the <laughs> the thing from Monsters Inc. <laughs> Did he shave his head then? Or <laughs> I would have really put the touch on it. Yeah, but basically that's I think what we have to do to really just to really just stop this pandemic is mm-hmm. finally declare 2319. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Socks are dangerous. They are. Give you the virus. Also, that kind of math is called magic, and it's terrifying, and nobody <laughs> should do it, and I hate you for it. Don't freak me out like that. One day we will have to tell everyone why you hate magic math and the moment I experienced. <laughs> terrifying. I'm still not convinced. A panic attack. <laughs> I'm still not convinced that they were real and that we really had that interaction. I think maybe we had just walked through a cloud of weed or something and we just sucked it all in and got some sort of secondhand high and we just hallucinated the entire night. I that that would not be weed then. That would be like some Shh, Casey. Shh. <laughs> I don't want our audience to be miseducated. All right. Well, I don't want them to think we were all up on acid, you know. Um I don't know what we were. I <laughs> I was just trying to have some wine or whatever cocktail that was in the container bar. I don't know. Ooh, that's, somebody slipped something in our drink and we envisioned two men who performed a magic trick. Um, anyways, <laughs> on that note, <sighs> Casey, will you tell this lovely audience where they can find us while they're um, contained in their houses for the next 40 years of their life? Boy, howdy will I. Audience, you can find us on where you're listening to us right now. That's a that's a really good point. Whoa. Um, <laughs> Podception. Um, <laughs> also, shout out to Val, one of our first fans. I saw her in the grocery store on Tuesday, and she loved our Outrage Culture episode. Oh my god, she yes. She said it was very nice to hear young millennials talk about that in that way. So shout out to Val. She also made sure I knew to buy non-perishables. So Oh. Hi Val. We love. love you. You're gonna get our first piece of merch <gasps> just for that comment. It'll be a slippery soapbox. Yes. <laughs> um, but yes, so you can find us on my mind blanked. You can find us on <laughs> That's a great website. Sometimes I just sit there and stare at it and I forget why I'm there. (laughs) So you can find us on Spotify, Anchor.fm, iHeartRadio Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, all under Millennial Monologue. You can Mm -hmm. find us on Facebook, Instagram, under Millennial Monologue Podcast. You can find us on the Twitter, which is Millennial MoPod. You can find us on email, which is the Millennial Monologue Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, it without, really is that long. Without the the, though. It's just just Millennial oh. Monologue Podcast. Oh, then I messed that up. If you Scratch type the, that. If you if you type the, you might get some somebody in, I don't know, a banned country like um, Europe or something. You know, they they're crazies <laughs> over there. I don't know. All of Europe is a banned country. All of Europe. Um why does it feel like we have more things that I didn't plug? Um, are we just getting so good? Do what? Are we just getting so good? We are getting so good. I mean, you can find us pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts now. Or social media things. Yeah. 
Except that's a lie. We only have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. <laughs> okay, but we're getting pretty popular. So, you know, we have followers. Yeah. Um, we're starting to interact. We've had our first couple of comments recently. Yes. Um, so yeah. be the hipsters that you all know you secretly are and jump on this baby before we blow up. And then you can say, we listen to them when. Be a vow. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Be a first. Be an OG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We appreciate you. We love you for, for all of this. Be sure to rate us, too, if you're on. I know you can rate us on Apple Podcasts. I don't really, I'm not, you know, too hip with the lingo on the other apps. But um, if you can rate us, review us. Give Subscribe. us a comment. Yeah, give us a like. Um. Share, tell people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you yeah. really love an episode, just put it out there. You yeah. Can, you can retweet it. You can share it on the Facebook. You or can your even Instagram sh- stories. Yeah. And if you share it on your Instagram story, it goes away, you know, in 24 hours. So if you're embarrassed by it, it'll just, poof, gone. And then oh, you God. can tell us your embarrassing stories because we just shared all of ours. Yes. Now that we have bared our souls to you, literally, um, let us know. When's the last time you peed in your pants? Yeah. Or accidentally bled through your pants. I mean, that's happened. That, that has definitely happened to me. Um, We've all been there. We have. Except for the men. Anybody with a vagina has been there. <laughs> Unless you're prepubescent. I was also going to say menopausal, but you've really been there for a long time if you're menopausal. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh, my. I don't even <laughs> want to think about that. Ugh. Casey, those millennials are still young, right? <sighs> we were 15 and 16 10 years ago. I can't get over it. I know. We're old now. But anyways, uh, if you could just, you know, look us up on all the socials, interact with us. We love hearing from you guys. Um, and yes. we, we really appreciate all of your support. Yes. Morgan's doing a really cute smile. Yeah, I'll stick my teeth out for you, too. <laughs> um, how about this? If we uh, get, like, what do you say? If we get at least five comments and ten likes on our next post, I'll uh, take a picture of my buck teeth on top of something. Please I did not that. think that's what you were going to say. <laughs> I will not take a picture with my top off. That's not allowed. Oh, um, no. You you started saying buck, and I thought you were going to say butt, and I was like, where is she going? I'll take a picture of my butt covered in clothes because that's <laughs> appropriate for the internet. Also, Morgan does a lot of squats. I mean, it's pretty nice. I do. Yeah, yeah. I like squats. <laughs> also, I love how our ends get more distracted than our beginnings. Uh, I think that's the Hoosier in us. We're trying to, we really want an Irish goodbye, but we can't do that to y'all because it's that classic Midwest of we don't know how to say goodbye and then you turn it, you're saying thank you to each other 15 times and you're like, okay, bye. And you're like, okay, I hope you have a great day. And they're like, okay, thanks, you too. And you're like, thanks, bye. And they're like, well, I hope, 
I hope your family is well. And you're like, oh, thanks, you too. And then it just goes on and on and on and on and on. And, and then you go, and you'll have to give me the recipe to this cheesecake. And you're like, yeah, you'll have to give me the recipe to this rolls. And you go, oh, yeah, that cheesecake's been in my uh, grandma's family for, you know, 20 generations. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, these rolls I just you know, bought from Walmart. But, you know, I really like them. Sometimes if you pair them with butter, they're really good. And, yeah, it's just. Uh, and then Morgan and Casey walk up and they're like, butter and cream cheese, what? Besties. <laughs> And then the conversation restarts. Yep, that's a Hoosier yep. for you. Mm-hmm. And by that time, you're ready for dinner. And you had just finished lunch five hours ago. Yep. So I'm going to end this right now. And I'm going to say that this all sounds good. Casey, let's do it. Bye. Bye. That was great. <laughs>